welcome back to the Undefeated. My name is Will, and I'm here with Anthony, and we're going to talk about the last week in uh, sports. And we're going to kick things off by talking about the NBA is going to come back next Tuesday as the Golden State Warriors take on the Brooklyn Nets. And on the topic of the NBA, who do you think is going to come out of the Eastern Conference? I mean, you obviously got, you know, your normal contenders like the Bucks and the Raptors, you know, Celtics even. I, I think the Celtics are going to do it. I think they fell short in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Jason Tatum, uh, he's been a really good player for them. I think he'll lead them back even without Kemba Walker until January. I think he'll lead them to the NBA Finals. I think it's going to be the Nets. I mean, the, the, the Celtics are a, a good center away from being in the NBA Finals, but the Nets have Kyrie Irving at the point, Kevin Durant at the three, and DeAndre Jordan at the five, and Jared Allen at the four. Jared Allen's a nice young defensive piece. And then their bench is pretty good, too, with Torian Prince, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, whoever they decide to run off the bench. Well, I, mean, I think we'll see a Celtics-Nets Eastern Conference Final. Cause again, the Nets, they get Kevin Durant back, who's arguably one of the best players in the NBA. Um, arguably. Um, I just I think the Celtics and their young core will hold out. I disagree. But again, who do you, on, uh, I, think, I still think it's going to be the Nets. And who do you think is going to come out of the Western Conference? I think it's going to be the Lakers. Yeah, there's no question it's going to be the Lakers. I mean... LeBron James is still LeBron James. They just signed AD to a, what was it, a max, Supermax? Yeah, max. Uh, they also got Montrezl Harrell in the offseason, uh, Marcus All. I think that they're just, they're too good of a team. You know, they've finally got all the pieces. I think they'll represent, the only other team I could see potentially is Dallas with Luka, you know, getting into his third year. We know how good of a stud he is. But I just, I just think the Lakers will overpower anyone they play in the finals, Western Conference finals. I agree. I think the Lakers are total. They won a championship and then they added more talent to their roster. They added Dennis Schroeder to run the point guard. Like when LeBron's not running it, they added Monte Harrell to come off the bench and run the five. Or actually to start and run the five. No, to come off the bench because they also got Mark Gasol. And then, they, yeah, I think that the Lakers just boosted their entire roster. I think the only thing that they could do now is to move on from Kyle Kuzma because he's going to be the one thing that potentially will hold them back. And if they don't make it, I could see the Nuggets. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. And you saw, so you got that bench. You have Alex Caruso who comes in. He's a game changer for them. He's not just, you know, famous because of his hair, like you said a couple months ago. He's one of those game changers that you know, can come in and just ball out whenever his team needs him to. Yeah, I, I do think that, uh, I think it's going to be the Lakers and the Nets in the finals. And I think the Nets are going to blow it out of the playoffs. We'll see come playoff time. Moving on to college oh, football, uh, and we don't have much to talk about in college football today, but we're going to start off, we're going to talk about who do you think is winning the Heisman Trophy this year? Well, I mean, going back to that last topic, I think the Warriors will beat the Nets because I think just getting Steph Curry back is huge. Yeah. And I know that it's the Nets and all, but I, I just have the Warriors taking it. Moving on, who do you think is going to win the Heisman Trophy this year? I mean, it's a toss-up between, I think, the top two contenders for me are Mac Jones and Kyle Trask. Um, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is in there, Zach Wilson. I just think that Mac Jones is having a stellar year uh, in Alabama, again, doing it against all SEC opponents. Teams like Auburn and Georgia, they're blowing them away. LSU, they blew them away. Uh, first team in SEC history to go 10-0 and against SEC opponents, and they didn't have a single close game. 
So I think it I think it should be Mac Jones. I just Kyle Trask is on the cusp of it. I think he's again another stud out of Florida. One of those guys you don't really hear about until he had the breakout year. He's leading the SEC in all you know, all purpose things. But I just think because Mac Jones is playing for Alabama, it'll be Mac Jones. I think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's been balling out. I think he's been able to play. He got corona, so he wasn't able to play for two weeks. And in those two weeks he's been struggling. And he comes back and now the team's a playoff contender again. So I think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. And the fact that Trevor Lawrence is way more marketable than Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. Maybe. We'll see what happens this Saturday. Obviously, you know, they gotta play Notre Dame and again in the A C C championship. But again, the reason Notre Dame beat Clemson the first time is because they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. So I, th- I just think that uh, it'll be Mac Jones, but Trevor Lawrence definitely up there. Breaking news. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo has signed a five-year, $228 million Supermax contract extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. How do you feel about this? Do you think it's the right move for Giannis? Well, I mean, I don't know. He's had a very successful career there, but I, mean, I think of the past season he wanted out. But he signed the Supermax saying this is his home. So I think it's a good move for him, definitely a great move for the organization and sign him to that Supermax. He's your superstar, he's your face of the franchise. So I just think that, you know, getting Giannis to keep back for five more years is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that he's the second or third best player in the NBA behind Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Uh, I think that that's the right move for the Bucks. But if he doesn't win a championship this year, he's going to want out of Milwaukee. They signed him. He's... Supermaxes are really hard to qualify for, and he's managed to do it, so he's taking the Supermax, and he's going to run away with it. Yeah. And have someone else pay his Supermax contract. But, on back to the topic of the Heisman Trophy, uh, I still think it's going to be Lawrence, uh, just because Clemson is a better team overall than Florida, and I, it's going to come down to Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence. 100%. Moving on to the NFL, as the Rams beat the Patriots 24-3 to improve to 9-4 and don't allow a single touchdown as Cam Newton struggles once again and is benched after going 9-16 for with 119 yards and putting up no score as the Patriots fall to 6-7 and will not have 10-plus wins for the first time since 2002. What happened to Cam Newton and do you see him being a part being on the Patriots next year? I don't think he will because I think uh, this season was a prove-it year for him. And he's just struggled. Obviously, he had that arm surgery, shoulder surgery, whatever it was last year, back surgery maybe. Uh, he just hasn't been the same player since. We all missed the MVP cam uh, when he was in Carolina. I just He's not you know, really a throwing quarterback. Um, at least in New England, he doesn't fit the system. I th- will I th- what do I think they'll draft one? Probably not. We all thought they were going to draft one this year, and they ended up choosing – you know, like six tight ends and three defensive players. I just I just don't think he'll be part of the roster because of how bad he's been this year. But I I just don't see Jarrett Stidham being that starter next year. He's shown glimpses. I just I'd like to see them go out and draft a quarterback. Maybe if Zach Wilson does somehow fall to them, I think that's a prospect Bill Belichick cannot pass on. I think that Cam Newton will be on the roster next year. I I don't think he'll be the starter next year. I think they're gonna take a guy that can learn out of Cam because he still has he still knows the how to do it. His body just doesn't want to help him anymore. And he had that shoulder he had a slew of injuries. His shoulder died on him, his foot died on him, this, 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 this and this. And he just all his injuries piled up and then he took a year off and then came back and now he's playing for chunk change on the Patriots because he wants to win. So I think he's gonna stay on the Patriots even if it does have a piece for it. Maybe. I just don't see it because he's been really bad this year. 
And you have a backup qu- starting quarterback that can get you six wins. That's a, that's something you want as a backup. Well, but in the last three wins he had, he threw under, he threw sub hundred yards. Yeah, because he's a mobile quarterback. He picks a different kind of system, and I think Belichick is using that to his strengths. And I think that he'll be able to put, uh, he'll be able to be a backup quarterback, which mostly is Kirk. Moving on to the next game on the docket, Drew Locke has one of his best games of his career. He throws for 21 of 27 for 280 yards, four touchdowns, and zero picks. As the Broncos beat Carolina 32 to 27 and go to five and eight, is Drew Locke still the guy in Denver? I mean, I'd like to say that. I think he definitely showed his potential uh, Sunday. He, he threw again at the uh, 149 passer rating, his best game of his career. Um, able to find KJ Hamler open for two scores. Yeah, I, th- I think this game finally Pat Shermer decided not to make him throw the ball up. You know, just hoist it up. He finally played to his strengths, check downs, you know, over the middle passes, and then eventually take that long shot. I just, I, th- I th- I'd like to say he is, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to see it for the rest for the last couple of games of the season. I th- I think that I don't think he's still this guy here. I mean, he's a second round pick. He shows flashes. He's gonna be a solid backup quarterback in the league one day. He just doesn't have. He has the ego for it. He has everything for it. He just doesn't, except for the skill. I mean, the skill. He has the skill level of a backup quarterback who's being thrust into the starting role. So, and he's young. And I think that after, because he's really easy to figure out. He's a guy who's gonna drop back and he's gonna throw the the slant route or the five yard out route. He's not deep threat quarterback he's not very versatile so I think that he's not the guy in the future I could see them trying to get a quarterback in maybe the second round like because I think Tyler Trask might fall Mac Jones might fall just because they're pass heavy offenses offenses and probably going to lack mobility or like I, I see them taking a quarterback in the second round to give him stuff because this year's quarterback class is more talented than the only reason I see that is because you bring another quarterback in you challenge Drew Luck saying, all right, now you're going to have to show that you're our starter. He ha- he shows potential. He has potential to be a good quarterback. He just has lapses in concentration in some moments. Like that game against the Raiders, he threw four picks. He just you know just hoisted up when his team was losing. The game against Kansas City, you can't really blame him because he had to force the ball down the field when they were losing. So, I mean, and the fact that he threw no interceptions this week against a Carolina defense, that has some solid corners, uh, solid defensive players, Jeremy Chin, Dante Johnson. Trey Boston, they're all solid players, and he just able to throw no picks. And on his two deep passes, he found KJ Hamler open for the touchdown. And I guess that's the speed kills. But I mean, Drew Locke showed his potential on Sunday. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't show potential. I'm just saying that I think that he's not the quarterback of the future there, just because he's so inconsistent. I mean, starting quarterback in the NFL, you need to have consistency. You can't go throw four touchdowns one week and then throw zero touchdowns and four picks the next week. It just doesn't operate in the league. And he's puts up those numbers but he doesn't put up the wins even though his team loses so i think that it's uh not he's not the future well i hope he's the future you hope he's the future but you don't think he's the future moving on as chicago after being on a six game win streak comes back against the texans who destroyed them 36 to 7 as trubisky throws for 267 yards and three touchdowns as the bears keep their playoff hopes alive and go to six and seven as houston falls to four and nine it is officially eliminated from playoff contention. What should the Texans do with their team? Rebuild. I mean, it's. I mean, we know that, and I think had you know Will Fuller not been suspended, they might have put up a fight. But you trade away your star player. You know, you you've done Sean Watson no targets now. I think 
you have, to, you have to keep Deshaun Watson. He's your centerpiece. You just got to get him more targets and a better old line. Maybe another corner or two, and you're set. So just heading through the rebuild stage that everyone's heading in now. Yeah, and you have your quarterback locked down for the next couple of years. You, got, you gave him his money, and now, now you need to build another defense. You need to build another receiving core after you traded away your best receiver. Rebuilding is definitely the move, or you try to move him. Just move Deshaun Watson so that you can have a complete rebuild as opposed to a rebuild around a player you already traded. I mean, everyone wants Deshaun Watson to succeed because he's that guy that shows flashes. And he, the Texans are set at 4-9, and, and they're the second-best passing attack in the NFL. And that just shows the levels that he has. And he was a stud at Clemson. He was a stud his rookie year, even though he got injured. He was a stud ever since. And I just think if you get him on a team with a receiving core, he's a top-10 quarterback, top-five quarterback. I think he already is a top-10 quarterback, maybe top-five, depending on who you ask. But, uh, yeah, I think that the Texans just need to do a full rebuild after trading away Deontay Hopkins. They were, they were a Super Bowl contender with him and without him. They're not even in the playoffs. Feels bad to see. And, I mean – you didn't even get a first-round pick out of it. You Say say they got that pick from Arizona for the first-rounder last year. They could take a Jerry Judy, a C.D. Lamb, a Henry Ruggs, and give Deshaun Watson a target, but you decided to trade a second round to get, a, I think it was a fifth-rounder for it. Or what, it was a second-rounder. Yeah, it's, it's just a bad trade. Bill O'Brien was a bad GM there, and I just I don't understand what Houston was thinking, making Bill O'Brien the, Bill O'Brien the GM. Moving on. The Minnesota Bucks, the Minnesota Bucks. Wow, it's been a long morning, everyone. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Minnesota Vikings 26 to 14 and improved to eight and five and bounced back from two straight losses when Tom Brady threw for 197 and two touchdowns. While Minnesota falls behind in a must-win game and goes to six and seven and fall out of the top seven for the playoffs, will Minnesota make the playoffs? I don't think they will. I think that Kirk Cousins is too inconsistent. I think that. His receiving core is young. I think that that, de- that, they're get- that that NFC North is just too competitive right now. I think that they're going to miss out on the playoffs and maybe be the eight seed as opposed to the seven seed like they should be. I also think that uh, Kirk Cousins is not going to get it. Like, he's missed the playoffs every all over three years after getting a three-year, eighty-four million dollar contract with the Vikings, and that's just not a good look for him. I think I think they'll make it uh, just because of you know how inconsistent Arizona has been this season. They're fighting with them. Uh, I just think that Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins will get back on track eventually. I think Justin Jefferson and Thielen, we know they're studs. I just their defense is their one concern, and that without having Eric Kendricks this past weekend, it hurt them badly. You could see that. I mean, but I mean, you gotta look at the positives for that game, which were few. But Jeff Gladney had a really good game. Uh, Adam Thielen did Adam Thielen things. Justin Jefferson did Justin Jefferson things. But the negatives were Kirk Cousins. He just did not put up a good performance. And they outgained the Steelers. The Steelers, the Bucks. Wow, it's a long morning. They outgained the Bucks by like 75 yards in the first quarter. The Bucks had three minutes of, t- of possession heading into the second quarter. And they, they just couldn't put it away because of their offense. And Dan Bailey had his worst game as an NFL player. Yeah, I did hear Dan Bailey say that after. And he means what he's saying. Uh, yeah, so they're going to – and they don't have a good kicker. So, therefore, they're going to make the playoffs. They should draft Star Fuller. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Moving on, though. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins 33-27 to and improved to 12-1. and And Miami falls to 8-5 and and two games back from the AFC East title. But Kansas City takes the number one seed in the AFC and clinch the AFC West title. And is Miami still a dark horse in the playoffs? 
I think they are. I just I think that Tua is still you know one of the best quarterbacks as a rookie. He showed his potential the, the, against the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best team in the NFL. And, I mean, he just went out. He balled out when they were down by twenty. Uh, he just decided to you know turn into Alabama Tua, find Mike Gesicki in the end zone with a, a great pass. Even without his, you know, without Devontae Parker for most of the game, he almost led them back to the comeback victory. Mahomes struggled yesterday or Sunday, and I just think that Miami, their defense is still really good. Again, forcing Mahomes to three picks, which is unprecedented for him. I just think that because of their defense, they are still a contender. I think I don't think they're a contender anymore. I mean, they were a good team. They went in, they challenged the Chiefs, but I think that Tua played kind of inconsistent in the first half. He almost led them back, but in the first half he wasn't playing all that great. So I think that uh, it's a pr- it's possible that they make the playoffs, but I just don't think it's very likely. I think they will because they're still a game ahead of the Ravens, and that's always huge in the last couple games. They have uh, New England this week. I don't know who they have next week, and then they have the Bills, which is a tough stretch. But, again, this past weekend was a game they had to have if they wanted to win the AFC East. But, unfortunately, it just came against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Moving on. Washington – Wins in a must-win, wins their fourth straight after beating the 49ers 23-15 to to go to 6-7 and seven and take sole place at the top spot at the top of the NFC East. And can Washington make some noise in the playoffs if they make it? I think they will. I think they're going to win a game. The NFC East was a joke, still is a joke, but I think that Washington is a good enough team. They just took, they were young, so they took a second to hit their stride. Now they're hitting their stride, and I don't see them stopping for the next five years. Yeah, I, I see them making the playoffs. I see them winning a game because of their defense, because of how good it is. Uh, this weekend, they obviously have Russell Wilson coming into town. But I just think Chase Young, Montez Sweat, that defensive line is so good for them to win them the game. Their corners are good. Uh, Kendall Fuller's been an outstanding pickup. I just I love this Washington defense and how they play, how they're physical. And, I mean, their offense, something to be determined about. They scored three points, I think. I just I just don't see their offense really making anything. I think they'll win a game because of their defense. And I mean, you get it. You lose Alex Smith in the first half. Dwayne Haskins has to come in. You don't put up any points. You rely on your defense. But with Alex Smith, they're a true you know, playoff contender. I 100% agree. Moving on, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles pull off one of the biggest upsets of the season as they beat the Saints 24-21 to after Hurts was through 167 and runs for another 105 and hands New Orleans their first loss since week three. As the Saints fall to ten and three and lose the number one seed in the NFC to the Packers, can Jalen Hurts lead the Eagles to a playoff game? And as an Eagles fan, I can say, I mean, I would love to see it. The likelihood of that happening after, given what's happening in the NFC East right now, Washington pulling away and the Giants somewhat pulling away, the Eagles are in sole possession of third, second, third place, and I could see them maybe getting second, but not making it to the. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. They're going to need a win out and have Washington lose out. Um, and they have the Eagles at the Cardinals this week. They have a tough game next week. I don't know who it's against. I think it's – you already played the Rams. I don't know who it's against, but I just don't see. I think because Jalen Hurts came into the season so late that they won't make the playoffs. But, I mean, you could see when Jalen Hurts came in, their offense started to actually move the ball. It's a, it's a turn of uh, pace. I just think Jalen Hurts is that quality starter that they needed to finally put a playoff push. Unfortunately for him, though, it's too late in the season. Yeah, I think it's too little too late, no matter how much I want it to be. I think it's a lot too late. Moving on to the Colts versus 
the Raiders as T.Y. Hilton and Jonathan Taylor go off as the Colts beat the Raiders 44-27 to as Jonathan Taylor runs for 150 yards and two touchdowns as the Colts go to 8-5 and five, stay, and stay alive in the AFC South race while the Raiders fall behind and go to 7-6 and six and have a slim chance of making the playoffs. Can the Raiders bounce back and make it to the playoffs? No. No. Um... I think the last couple of weeks they've shown that they're inconsistent as one of the they're the most inconsistent team. They almost lost to the Jets last week. They get destroyed by the the Colts, even though the score didn't reflect it. They just weren't anywhere close to them. And I think if they do make the playoffs, they're one and done. And I get that their fate's now in their hands, um, but they still have to chase Baltimore. They still have to chase Miami, which I think I think that is the Week 16 game for Miami. It is the Raiders. Um, so that's going to be the playoff deciding game. And, I mean, they're obviously the three games behind Cleveland now. They have, they've lost the tiebreaker to the Colts. I just don't see them making the playoffs because of, you know, their inconsistent play recently. That loss to the Chiefs really hurt them. Yeah, I definitely agree that they're not going to make the playoffs just because of how inconsistent they are, have been. They almost lost to the Jets. They only lost, lost, beat the Jets because Greg Williams called the cover zero blitz. Um, so he know he's going to be a deep – he should have known he's going to be a deep pass. So that's not tanking. Then what is it? Exactly. If that's not tanking, what is? The players should have. The players have to listen to coaches if they want to keep their jobs, and that's the only reason they're listening. And I just don't see them making the playoffs after such an abysmal performance against such a bad team as the Jets. I agree. Moving on, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs go off as the Bills hand the Patriots their second loss in a row and improve to ten and three, while the Steelers fall to eleven and two. Lose control of the number one seed, and should the Steelers be worried with how their offense has played recently? I think so. Um, their offense is so inconsistent. Um, Deontay Johnson has had he's had the worst couple stretch, dropping passes left, right, and center. Juju Smith-Schuster made a TikTok and then ended up you know eating his words for it. Their offense is just so inconsistent. It's due to the the quarterback play. He's so old. He's not that mobile guy he was. 10 years ago, I just, I th- again, they they already made the playoffs, I think they'll win a game or two, I just don't see them getting past the Kansas City Chiefs because of, you know, their inconsistent offense, we get that their defense is really good with, you know, their studs, TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, but I just, I don't see it, I don't, I just, their offense is so inconsistent that they're And on another, on the same note, is Josh Allen still in the talks for the MVP? I think he definitely should be. I mean, you go out there you're against a Pittsburgh team that is 11 and one. Everyone thinking that they're gonna bounce back, and he puts up that kind of performance. The run left, right, and center. The two interceptions were not his fault. Um, I just think he's gone so under the radar recently because of that loss to Arizona, to Kansas City and to Tennessee because of those losses that he's gone under the radar. But you gotta remember he beat New England. Uh, he beat Miami, who was really good. He's, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he put up a fight against the Chiefs, but he did. And I just think that because of how good he is and how consistent he plays, he's going to win MVP in the next two years. In the next two years, yeah. I still think he should be in the conversation this year, but I think that Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are going away with it. Yeah. Moving on. 
As Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson both go off as the Ravens and Browns play out the game of the year, as Lamar came from the locker room after Christmas Taylor got injured and leads the Ravens to the win as they beat the Browns 47-42 to and keep their playoff hopes alive while Cleveland falls to 9-4 despite a 343 touchdown performance from Baker Mayfield. Can Cleveland win the AFC North this year and win this year and the way they're playing? Wow. That, you, you suck at writing this show, bro. Hey, hey. I wrote it perfectly. You just didn't read it right. All right. Moving on. Uh, finishing it. Uh, and can, and should Kevin Stefanski be in conversation for Coach of the Year? Do I think they'll win the AFC North? I think they can. I think they will because Pittsburgh has a you know a couple of tough games left. They have they have the Bengals this week, which is probably pretty much a given to the Steelers. Then they have the Colts and the Browns to finish with the steal the season. While the Browns have the Giants this coming week on Sunday Night Football, and then the the uh, the Jets the week after that, and then they play the Steelers. Obviously, I think they will win the division, and they're they're real. I mean, they're over the last couple of de- decades they've been. You know, the, the troll team, the meme team. Now they're finally getting back to that level. They were performing. Baker Mayfield's finally playing the way he should be, living up to that potential. His receivers without Odell Beckham, they're playing incredible. Donovan Peoples-Jones was a stud. I think, and they have, obviously have that you know run game with Nick Chubb and Clay Martin. I think they will win the division in the next couple of years. I, I, I see them winning it this year because of the, stretch, the strength of schedule that Pittsburgh has left. Yes, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to get the top wild card spot. If not the top wild card spot, the second the top wild card spot. And I think Kevin Stefanski should definitely be in contender for Coach of the Year. He lost his best receiver. He played with a quarterback who had an awful year last year. Now he's a top five, top ten team in the NFL. About to make the playoffs for the first time in, in 20 years for the Browns. So I think that he should definitely be in contention for Coach of the Year. But no, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think Stefanski should be in contention for Coach of the Year because of how bad they were last year. Like you said, they went 6-10, and 10, ended up with the number 10 overall pick. And now here they are sitting at 9-4 and four on the cusp of a playoff uh, berth. I see them winning a game in the playoffs because of how you know consistent their quarterback play has been recently. We can't really say that about the Cleveland Browns. This is the first consistent quarterback that they've had recently. Very, very true. Baker is not looking like the way. Moving into our game picks for this week, we're going to start out with the Thursday Night Football game as the Chargers take on the Raiders. Who you got? Give me the Raiders. I just think... Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs uh, will combine for going off. And again, they fired the defensive coordinator, which probably means our defense will be fired up. So I have the Raiders winning this one. I have the Chargers winning this one. I think that Anthony Lynn is a bad coach. He is a terrible coach, but I think that if he can win this game, his job, he'll be able to keep his job for the rest of the season. He shouldn't be. He should. You're right. He's an awful coach. He's having Dan, he's have giving me flashbacks to Dan Quinn and my parents are Chargers fans so I like the Chargers and uh, well it's really hard to watch him coach in the last five minutes of the game because he forces the ball down the field the Broncos fan can I predict this one to be a tie I don't want either of these teams to win well uh, no it's not I think the, I think the Raiders will win I just don't want either team to win I want the Chargers to win moving on to our first Saturday game that we have is the Bills face the Broncos Saturday at 4.30 who you got I got the Bills. I also have the Bills. I just think that Josh Allen, Maza had a Drew Locke. Uh, again, MVP contention. That defense, even though it's, it's, it's not what it was last year, um, they're going up against an inconsistent Broncos offense. And while the Denver defense will keep it close because of how good they are, you know, Chuck Kansas City out to one touchdown. Uh, I just think because of how good they are, it'll be a close game than people think, but I have the Bills pulling it out. I have the 
also in the news. Moving on to the other Saturday game that the Panthers face the Packers. Who we got? If, and this is only if, McCaffrey is playing, I have the Panthers because Teddy Bridgewater looks like a different beast when he's got McCaffrey back there. McCaffrey, obviously, probably the best running back in the NFL. Even though he's injured, he, any time he came in, he came in against Kansas City, went off. So I just think if he plays, then it's got to be the Panthers. But I just, I mean, if he doesn't, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers will go off against that depleted defense that you know, their season's basically over now. Yeah, I have the Packers winning it, even with McCaffrey. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams can get a touchdown basically whenever they want. But Devontae Adams has to play hard and he had a touchdown last week. Yeah, I also have the Packers winning. But again, if McCaffrey plays, don't be surprised if Carolina pulls off the upset. Moving on to the Sunday games, we're going to start out with the Patriots versus the Dolphins. <sighs> Give me the Dolphins. I think that uh, Tua has played great, and I get that Bill Belichick is a great coach against rookies. I just don't trust their offense, and I, so I have Miami winning it. I also have Miami winning it. Texans versus the Colts. I have the Colts winning this one. I mean, the Texans' defense is super bad. The Texans' offense can't really keep up with anything, and the Colts are just a fiery team right now. Jacoby Brissett in there right now, I'd have them as a Super Bowl contender. Maybe, yeah. I have the Colts winning it too. I think that their run game has really picked up recently. T.Y. Hilton's finally got to that you know, that season he had a couple years ago where he was one of the best receivers in the NFL. And I think getting the fourth Buckner back a couple weeks ago was huge. And I think their defense will win the game. Yeah, I agree with you there. Moving on to the Seahawks versus the Washington football team. And I got the football team winning this one. If Alex Smith is starting, which I'm assuming he still is, that defense is scary, and Russell Wilson's been struggling with turnovers since that game against the Cardinals. And I just think that he's holding them back a little bit right now, and I think the football team's young and motivated to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, I want to say Seattle because I think that they'll bounce back. I mean, they destroyed the Jets, but I mean, it's the Jets against one of the best offenses in the NFL. They've played good recently. I just think that Washington's defense, like you said, they're young. Their front line, again, seven, I said it multiple times, seven first-round picks. So I just I have Washington's defense win the game. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on to the 49ers versus the Cowboys. Who we got on this one? What a boring game this is going to be to watch. Um, give me the Cowboys. I think the Andy Dalton's going to build off uh, their win against the lowly Bengals. So I just think that uh, they'll get back on track and win a game. Give me uh, the Cowboys. I have the uh, 49ers winning this game. I think that the Cowboys are so bad that they're going to lose every game they have this season. Finish with a top five pick. Then wonder, oh, should we actually keep Dak or should we trade Dak for a better pick? No, they'll keep Dak and draft Patrick Sertain. Okay, I still have the 49ers winning. Moving on to Eagles versus the Cardinals. And I have the Eagles winning this one. I mean, Jalen Hurts looked fantastic against a really good Saints defense last week. And then they're going up against a defense is not as good as the Saints this week. And that Eagles defense will be able to contain Kyler Murray since Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts play a very similar game as far as the quarterback position and they practice against Jalen Hurts. So I have the Eagles winning this one. I have the Eagles too. I think that again Jalen Hurts kind of finally got that offense to move the ball. He got uh, Alshon Jeffrey more involved. He got Jalen Rager more involved. Miles Sanders had his best game of the season. But you got to get Travis Fulgham more involved. I think he'll get back on track this week against a inconsistent Arizona who's really only defensive threat is Hassan Reddick, who had five sacks this past week. So I, ju- I just think that uh, Jalen Hurts will be able to escape the pocket and win them the game, a close game. Uh, yeah, 
which I don't understand. It's like the Browns and the Steelers in the Sunday Night Football, but they should have put uh, this game in the Sunday Night Football. But the Saints take on the Chiefs. And oh my goodness, this is an amazing game. I have the Chiefs winning it. I think that their offense will just be able to throw all over the Saints defense just because of how good they are. It's in New Orleans in the Superdome, so there's no wind, and Patrick Mahomes can put it on the dime whenever he wants. So I have the Saints too, but I think um, Chiefs. oh Chiefs, sorry, I have the Chiefs too. I don't know if Taysom Hill or Drew Brees will be starting. I think Drew Brees is finally getting to practice again. Even if they have Drew Brees, I just don't think that they'll be able to stop Mahomes. And we get how good their defense is. I mean, first time in 55 games, they allowed a 100-yard rush this past week. I just I see Kansas City Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things. Uh, we're going to do the rapid-fire picks for the remaining games that we have. Here. We're going to start off with the Browns versus the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, the Browns, Baker Mayfield goes off again. Also give me the Browns. I think Nick Chubb's going to go off. Uh, Steelers Bengals on Monday night. Steelers run away with it. Steelers are going to run away. Actually, they're not going to run away with it. I think it's going to be a closer game. And then finishing things off, the Vikings versus the Saints on Christmas Day, which is on Friday, a week from this Friday. This Friday. Finally, have a Christmas football game. Give me the Vikings. No, give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. Jason Mills going to go off. Yeah, give me the Saints. I think that they're going to destroy the Vikings. Uh, I think it'll be closer than you think. But I have the, the Saints winning. I have the Saints winning because I think Drew Brees will be back by then. And we'll see you all after Christmas break. Bye.